0: Welcome to the episode 9 news segment. As always, I'm Dampnada. Uh, First on the docket, uh, we have um, the U.S. Open uh, in tennis. Uh, Serena Williams had an absolute meltdown during the U.S. Open where she proceeded to call the ref sexist and a thief. Um, Pretty extreme response for for losing to a... A young lady uh, who was incredibly talented, but uh, nonetheless, I think it was a very, you know, inappropriate move on her part. But to each their own, and, you know, Serena then apologized after the game. But still, what's said has been said, and, you know, emotions got the better of her. Let's move on. Next on on the list of things to talk about in this quick news segment. Uh, Levion Bell and the Steelers continuing to uh, poke at each other back and forth, back and forth. After the Steelers lo- uh, tied to the Browns, well, you could call it a loss, after they tied to the Browns, uh, Levion tweeted out a emoji of the monocle thinking face, and that was it. Um, that proceeded to get a, a pretty decent response from the Pittsburgh Steelers players, uh, calling Levion out, saying at least we showed up i think there's a lot of issues there in pittsburgh and i think levy will not play this year for the steelers due to this constant riff between the players and levy it's a shame because he's such a great player but we'll see how this hurts his reputation down the line in other news uh in hockey news Max Pacioretty has been traded from the Montreal Canadiens to the Las Vegas Golden Knights, uh, making them a uh, very decent contender for the Stanley Cup this season. Um, I think it will take a couple weeks for Pacioretty to get into the Golden Knights playbook, but I think he will adjust just fine. Uh, I think this makes Vegas a lot deeper And a lot more talented than they were before. And now they have a veteran presence on this team like they didn't have before. Um, Well, I shouldn't say that. I mean, they did have James Neal. He's been a tremendous asset to that organization. Uh, And finally, um, we have uh, the final results from the BMW Championship. uh, The golf tournament that was going on this weekend that was unfortunately... Uh, rained out on sunday so they had to finish it this morning and keegan bradley from massachusetts actually was able to pull off the victory uh he played incredibly well very consistent down the stretch and and overall i believe uh this kind of shakes things up for the uh, the tour championship next week um Overall, you know, uh, McElroy played very well. He shot two under. Tiger Woods shot five under. Tony Finau shot five under. Uh, Phil Mickelson shot four under. But Keegan Bradley went out there and he shot a six under to uh, end up going to a playoff with Justin Rose and actually was able to beat Justin Rose in a playoff, which is pretty astounding to to hear that that's what happened while we were all at work. Uh, that is our news segment for this week. And now, on to the show.
1: The
2: skies opened up and now the fog's are pouring out. Splattering and scattered on the crowd. Falling on the sidewalk in the middle of the street. This could never happen, but it did. We all standing silent in the stupor at the sight, gazing on with glazy eyes apart. Oh, you could never say this could never be. This could never happen, but. This couldn't ever happen, but it did. Streets are full of carnage and the avenues are
0: Welcome everybody to episode 9 of Ride the Pine, almost to double digits, we're almost there. Uh, I'm your host Dan, joined as always by my co-host Kyle and Ron. Guys, how's it going?
3: I am doing, uh, well, I'm just glad football season's over man, now I get to focus (laughs) on my one true passion of the Buffalo Sabres.
4: (laughs) See, it hurt, right? But it was quick.
3: Yeah, I know. I mean, it was painful, but it's done now. So I was,
4: I was going
0: to say it was quick, but it was by no means painful. Um, painless, I mean. Excuse <laughs> yeah, me. Yeah.
3: No. Yeah. No. I understood what you meant. Yeah. Uh, that was oh painful. Just you put it, you put it best. Well, uh, the
0: crazy yeah. the crazy thing is is in the survivor pool that I'm in with with my uh, my family members, uh, over 2,100 people picked the Saints. So, yep. a lot of people hurting after that one.
3: Yeah, I, I don't doubt it.
0: <laughs> wow. But then followed up by another 2,000 who picked the Ravens. So, those people are very happy. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, I mean, if you didn't pick the Ravens, I don't know what you were thinking. But that's just me.
0: So, if uh, you're just joining us, this is your first podcast uh, episode you're listening to of ours. This is a podcast where we, uh, three friends discuss sports with a side of anxiety and doubt. And this week, we're just going to be recapping week one, uh, looking over the standings of our picks from last week, and we're going to be previewing week two with some more games on the docket. Uh, So guys, what was your overall thought on week
3: one? You want to go first, Kyle? Because my my thoughts are pretty depressing.
4: Oh, yeah, we know that. (laughs) (laughs) You know, just like any week one, it, it was... Man, it's wild cards. You know, a whole bunch of injuries. It's really disappointing to see all these players that were hurt. And uh, I mean, the upsets, like you said, the Saints game. I actually had them in my survivor pool, so I'm literally already waiting for the second chance pool. Um, but that just stinks. But I don't know. Well, there's a, there's a lot to a lot to be answered. I mean, the ba- uh, the Bears look like they might be strong, even though they lost last night. They played really well. Um, the Bucks. Upsetting the Saints, that's kind of crazy. And maybe the Browns will be competitive this year. You know, so I don't know. A, a lot of weird stuff goes on week one.
0: You know, my friend Zach Daly put it perfectly. He he said after that game happened, he said, if the season ended today, the Browns would have the first wild card spot. And I <laughs> could not help but just bust laughing, being like, oh, my God, you're actually right.
3: <laughs> yep. They're going to break their playoff streak of, you know, longer than the Bills for the moment. (laughs) And
0: I couldn't believe I was saying this to myself and to my friend the other day. I was like, can we put on the Browns game? And after I I said it, I was like, this doesn't seem natural to say. (laughs) Like, whoever says, let's put on the Browns game.
4: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, how awesome but, is that? They pulled Pittsburgh into overtime, and then, I mean, they they had made their fair share of mistakes, but they held it to a draw. Crazy.
0: Yeah, pretty crazy. What else was crazy was also the Titans and Dolphins game. Four-hour lightning delay. Yeah, that was a late yeah. one. That, ga- that game finished before the Sunday night game finished, and that was a 1 o'clock game.
3: That's kind of crazy. Uh, I mean, to have a game delayed like, just in general, is kind of unheard of, but to have it delayed for that long because of something like, you know, a lightning storm, that's, I mean, I haven't heard of that before, but um, I also haven't paid attention to weather that much, I guess, so.
4: Yeah, yeah, it was weird. Being a football freak, I was all excited for, like, a game to be drawn out until later, but I don't know if you guys have noticed, but sometimes when they have these games, um, the teams don't usually get into a flow. They're not quite... Uh, uh, you know, as warmed up or whatever, because of the break, and that game kind of seemed like it. It was kind of a kind of a boring game to watch, and the Titans just didn't look that great. And I think those breaks like that in between really hurt them.
0: Yeah. Now, personally, uh, well, actually, Ron, uh, what's your take on, on Week One? Uh, I know you you, you definitely uh, had a rough one as a Bills fan for sure. Well,
3: let me let me put it this way: uh, I put it out on Twitter and Facebook. I opened the NFL app. I saw the Bills were down twenty six to nothing. And I was like, I just, I immediately closed it. I was like, oh, that's bad. Then a couple hours later, I looked at it again and I saw they were down 40 to nothing. And I was like, wow. Uh, I mean, I don't know what I was expecting because they basically just rolled out their worst players and uh, expected to win a game. But, you know, that's uh, that's the territory of being a Bills fan, I guess. Um, I was pretty impressed with Cleveland going to overtime with Pittsburgh, like we said before um just because they you know were formerly in the bills position you know being the worst team in the league um but i feel like they've got a lot of potential there's a lot of people calling for tyrod to be benched next week and to start like a baker mayfield instead but i don't know i mean pittsburgh is a tough team like i'm kind of surprised that there's already calls for him to be benched um yeah that's not and fair. then of course yeah and then of course you have you know delaney walker breaking his ankle against miami like That's unfortunate. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't really have a lot of other thoughts. (laughs) Uh,
0: I will say this. I I honest to god, um, I will blame most of the mistakes that happened during the Pittsburgh Browns game on the weather. Apparently, it was like thirty mile an hour winds, torrential downpours. Like hard to really hard to play in that kind of condition. Um, yeah. So an overthrow, everyone's like, "Oh man, he should have made that throw." You try making a throw with a perfect perfect spiral in a freaking hurricane, and then come talk to me. Um, and <laughs> in, in all honesty, I mean, there that game was so close. I was biting my nails the whole time. Like, are the Browns going to end their losing streak at the hands of the Pittsburgh Steelers? I was chomping at the right. bit. And I'm sitting there just like, oh, my God, is this going to happen? Because there was a chance when Mm -hmm. Pittsburgh had the ball in overtime and they had it on the 20-yard line and they missed the field goal. And I was like, oh, my God, they're going to do it.
3: (laughs) I mean, if you think about it technically, they did break their losing streak. They just didn't get a win. (laughs) They didn't break their winless streak. (laughs) So, um, yeah. I mean, like I said, I think that Cleveland's got a lot of potential right now. And I'm kind of rooting for them because, I mean, I've seen really bad teams before, and I feel like the people in Cleveland have been waiting a long time for something good to finally happen to their football team. I mean, they already went to the finals like four years in a row with LeBron James, so... Um, but uh, I-, yeah.
0: I am going to make a kind of a... You might think I'm a little uh, concussed or whatnot, but I am the most... Surprised by the way the Ravens handled the Bills, and I, 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 I love you to death, Ron. I did not expect that game to go that way. I expected that game uh, to be at least slightly competitive.
3: Yeah, no, I expected the but, Bills to at least get a touchdown this week, but you know, <laughs> that's what happens when you start the guy who throws who's most famous for throwing five interceptions in his first game and then they first i've also off. heard rumors yeah i've also heard rumors by the way i mean next week they're playing the chargers again i've heard rumors that they want to start peterman again and Please i'm don't. just like I, yeah it, it, i'm like come on the coach's
0: head at that point like come
1: on yeah like, what are you thinking I'm just
3: like come on guys let's let's not they're like well the reason being because they don't want josh allen to get hurt behind this like horrible offensive line and i'm like i get that but he's gonna have to learn to play behind a horrible offensive line because we're not gonna fix that in one draft cycle <laughs> so you know it's uh i don't know it's frustrating well, being talking, a bills fan right now Jeez, we're talking week two
4: that's usually what you say like week 15 or 16 oh we don't want to we don't want to put our backup into a bad situation. You don't see that going into week two. Like right now their season is up in the air. Like, God, don't be, don't be thrown the yet. They should be playing to win.
3: Yeah. I well, I see that... them. Oh, I'm go, sorry, ahead, go Ron. ahead. Go ahead, Ron. Oh, Oh, I see them as playing to win the number one overall draft pick in the lot in the, um, in the draft next year. So, um, yeah, go ahead, Dan. I'm sorry.
0: Um, Oh, no, it's okay. Uh, I'm going to bring out a little bit of a bold prediction. The Browns will not be in a top five pick next year.
1: That is a bold Uh, prediction. uh, I'm,
0: I'm, 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 I'm thinking that they finish maybe third in that division. They will not finish last. Yeah. My second bold prediction is also in that division that the Steelers are the fourth team in that division and I'm, wow. tell, and I'm gonna tell you why that team from the top all the way to the bottom is fractured there's dissension between teammates there's dissension between teammates and coaches there's dissension between t- uh, teammates and the upper management there are so many problems within that organization that they are not going to be able to work together they're not going to be able to get it together there's too many people pointing fingers there's too many people. Who, for example, when James Conner scored his touchdown and then he celebrated with all the linemen who called out Le'Veon, like there's no need for that in a team environment. You know what I mean? And I Mm -hmm. I, I think there's so much dissension and it's just so fractured. I think Pittsburgh goes down the tubes this year. I would not be surprised if Pittsburgh has a top five pick next year.
3: Oh, okay. Apparently my cat has decided to start meowing in the middle of our recording. Hello, I really Kitty. appreciate that. Yes. Sorry about that.
0: Not <laughs> a problem. Um, but, yeah. Um, uh, but what, what is your guys' take on, on, on my little bold prediction there?
3: Uh, I think it's really interesting. I think that you're completely right. I think that there is a lot of dissension right now, a lot of discord uh, between the teammates uh, because of the whole Le'Veon Bell situation. Yeah. Um, Have they reached a contract yet or are they still in the middle of a holdout? Because I feel like that would have been huge news. Yeah, that's kind of what I thought because I thought that would have been big news if anything had happened, but I hadn't really heard anything yet. Um, Yeah, I I think that that's a lot of what is going to, I mean, drag them down. I don't know if they're going to finish last in their division, like you said, but I think that there's going to be a lot of issues and it. I mean, it could turn out that way. I don't think that one's quite as bold as Cleveland, you know, working their way up the ranks just a little bit. But that's just me.
0: Yeah, like I'm not saying Cleveland's going to be a playoff team this year, not by any means. But I'm going to say I'm I'm going to go on a limb. I'd I'd say that the Browns win five games this year.
1: Yeah, yeah. What do you think, Kyle?
4: Kyle? Yeah, I already said that. What two, three weeks ago? I said they probably win six, seven games. So to me, I, I mean. I would expect them to be out of the, out of the bottom five for rankings for sure. Um, I do not see the Steelers finishing in fourth. I actually just have a, a totally different view on it. They're, they're very much like a no BS, you know, disciplined organization, kind of like what New England's become. Pittsburgh's been that way for a long time. Just because of this whole Le'Veon Bell thing, I don't think, I don't think there's a lot of dysfunction within the team other than Bell. So hopefully that will get fixed with them. Um, we'll see. I mean, I could see them not doing so well this year. Big Ben's kind of lost it, I think. Um, last year I thought was his turning point, but maybe it's now.
0: I mean, if, if you think about it, how many turnovers did the Browns have in that game?
4: Do uh, you guys know? The, the, did they have, I have an no offense? Do the Browns have an offense? They
0: had one.
3: Yeah, that makes sense. Tyrod doesn't give up the ball very easily. Sure Pittsburgh,
0: Pittsburgh had five. Yeah, Big Ben's definitely. He loves throwing mm. picks. So think about that just, just alone for a second. Any other year, you think that stat is flipped, where the Browns have all the turnovers and the Steelers are the ones taking it away. But it was in this case where the Browns are the ones playing good defense. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. And I don't think Ben has it anymore. I hate to say it, but I I don't I think he's completely lost more than a step. I mean, last season, I think I sent you guys that picture of Big Ben with all the ice packs on him. I think he had an yeah. ice pack on, on every joint. Both his knees, both his elbows, and both his shoulders. He's an old guy, that's for sure. <laughs> and I'm just saying to myself, this has got to be his last year. Because I can only think that Mason Rudolph is going to be
4: taking over next year.
3: Yeah. I wouldn't be shocked. I mean, Big Ben's been the 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 league forever at yeah, this point. So it's
4: crazy to see him go, but it is pretty much that time.
0: Uh, what what were some other uh, you know games that you guys enjoyed watching this weekend?
4: You know, the New England game was kind of fun. That was I thought they were going to pull away from Houston and beat him kind of bad, but then Houston kind of stuck with it and made a little bit of a comeback. It was kind of kind of fun to watch. I definitely think Watson's a little bit rusty still and he's definitely not 100% after his injury last year but that was kind of fun to see I think both of those teams will be making a playoff push so it was kind of cool seeing them you know go out at it week one
0: I will say if Houston wants to make a playoff push Watson's got to be better with time ma- time management I was watching that that whole game and it just seemed like he had no urgency it just seemed like mm-hmm. when he was Supposed to like you know get moving, hurry up offense, like get the ball rolling, get get a play going. Time is click ticking down, you know under two minutes left. You got to do two minute drill. Get get, you got to get a score. You got to get another score. So get the ball going. He's over there like nonchalantly pointing and taking his time and using the whole play clock. It's like what are you doing? Because you're not giving yourself enough time for later on. You know for your defense to hold the Pats and for you to go down the field and score another. Game, potentially game-winning touchdown.
4: Yeah, and they were yeah. a little bit better fast-paced.
0: Oh, yeah. Once they became fast-paced, it was, it was they were absolutely a a better team. But when they were just too I, lackadaisical yeah. and just too kind of like, I wouldn't say lazy, but they just weren't getting up the line. They weren't hustling. They were just kind of like, oh, we're just going to use the whole play, play clock and take our time. It's like, this is not the time to take your time. This is the time to get yeah. down there, get a playoff, and score – So you can go down and score again, potentially with time left.
4: Yeah, I don't think Watson was quite up with game speed. And, I mean, rightfully so, right? He's been out of football for a while. So we'll
3: see how it goes next week. But, yeah, I think, yeah, he was a little bit slow. What do you think, Ron? Um, I mean, again, didn't really watch the game. But uh, I'm looking at the score and I see that it was pretty close. It was one score game. They so, made it closer. I mean, that's pretty impressive. Yeah, I was going to say that's pretty impressive from a team like Houston who struggled last year uh, to kind of hold up with the uh, New England Patriots like that. So, um, yeah, and I, I, I didn't get to see the game, so I don't have a lot of commentary on it. But well, I mean, to give you
0: well, to give you a little bit of insight, it was 27 to 13 with like three and a half minutes left, and oh, okay. basically Deshaun Watson took. I want to say almost a minute and a half to like get down the field and, yeah. they're, and, and they're down there under two minutes left and they still haven't scored. And it's like, would well, when you guys get in the end zone and then they finally yeah. did with like a minute 20 left and then the pass just drained the clock down to like 45 seconds and it wasn't nearly enough time for them to get down and score.
3: Yeah. Well, I mean, like, I, I was kind of under the impression that was just a regular, like, a standard strategy just in football, like, to run it down to, like, the last second because that's what I've seen pretty much my whole life watching the Bills is that they waste the <laughs> clock like that, especially the last couple of years under, like, Rex Ryan and Sean McDermott. Like, I don't know, maybe not as much under McDermott, but definitely under Rex Ryan, they were, like, bringing it down to the last second when they were going to, you know, make a play. So yeah. I just thought that was a normal thing. I guess not. It's kind of t- I mean, it kind of is typical unless
4: you're down by 14 in New England.
3: Oh, you mean when you have to make hurry up plays? Yeah, yeah no. They shouldn't, t- shouldn't be taking the time too much. Well, no. you have to understand, too, that I watch teams that when it's fourth and short and it's like they're down by a touchdown and they have to score and there's like three minutes left, they punt the ball. Like, every time. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. You, you I'm, know that, I'm not watching Mental Giants here out, you, in, uh, out in Western New York.
0: You know, that just easily made me think of the meme that I posted on our Instagram. It was a picture of John Fox when it just says, Fourth and 10, I think I'll go QB draw. <laughs> <laughs> I think. I think uh, the QB draw is a great play. Uh, great idea. Hey, you know, no, another I, game
4: I liked was Dallas and Carolina. I don't know if you guys watched it much. I don't know why, but I'm like, I'm interested and want to watch Carolina this year and Cam Newton. I think I'm finally past my irritation for him. I used to not like Cam Newton much because he was kind of a jerk, but I'm kind of interested in seeing what they do this year, and they were kind of fun to watch yesterday at home. They did pretty well against Dallas. Yeah,
0: no, I'm going to... Say it right here, um, and you heard it after week one. Christian McCaffrey will be a breakout star this year. I think he is a phenomenal talent, uh, and some of the runs that he made—you were see, watching it yesterday, Kyle. Some of those runs that he had, where he was just running and churning and powering those legs, like after first, yeah, second, he's third elusive hits, too, he's, right? Yes, he was, and once he hits the open field, forget it—you're not, you're not getting him um
4: yeah no i mean he i would say his breakout was last year but he probably will he's probably going to make his mark this year um yeah the guy i like him a lot he's like a fundamental player he knows what he's doing
0: oh he absolutely does it's uh, it's (laughs) really fun to watch um the game that i thought was the most entertaining to watch was actually one where actually i was well we were all texting each other and Kyla mentioned man the bears look so good and, yeah. then, and then Aaron Rodgers happened. Oh, then the what magic. What a comeback that was.
4: Oh, it was amazing. I, I mean, I, I don't think we can take anything away from what Chicago did. They're going to have a good season, I think, and I think their defense will be strong. They just, they, I don't think they have paced themselves. I don't know what happened, but Rodgers comes back and he just gets pissed off if he's hurt or if they're losing, and he loves it. He loves that comeback, and he is so magical. I, I'm not surprised they came back and won that by point.
0: I, I, I'm not surprised at all. Like, he goes off the field. You could tell he's pissed. You could tell he's just yeah, absolutely Yeah, doesn't he get mad? He's being taken out. <laughs> and then he's got this face on, like a kid just got his toy taken away by his dad. Yep. And he's like, I'm going to get it back. Like, that was the face that he had when he was on the sideline in the third quarter. About to come out. I'm like, uh-oh, this is about to be really bad for, for Chicago because he does not look
4: happy. Yeah. And the guys on like a bum knee, right, or, or ankle, they were showing him throwing it. He couldn't plant the same. And then he throws a 39-yard strike for the, the first touchdown. And I'm like, oh, he's back. And the Bears are in trouble.
0: And then that touchdown yeah. to Randall Cobb where he oh, tosses it just across the field. And then Cobb just did the rest. It was, what, 70-something yards?
4: Yeah, 75-yard touchdown.
0: That was ridiculous. And I'm just saying, I, I literally turned it off after that. I'm like, yep, uh, Green Bay won this game. He just took it out of their sails. Like, oh, yeah, I'm down 14, but I'm going to come back and just shove it down your throat.
4: I was so sad when he got hurt. I was like, do not tell me he's out for the year or a month or two. Like, he is. Aaron Rodgers is good for football.
0: You know, and it's funny you mentioned that because, you know, obviously being a fantasy football player, uh, my sister, shout out to my sister, Christy. uh, She actually has Aaron Rodgers on her team, and... I was like, oh no, she lost someone the last two years on her fantasy team. And then she drafts Seriously. Aaron Rodgers. And then he was about to go down. I'm like, not a third year in a row. It can't be. And then he came back out. I'm like, oh no, this is about to be bad for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yep.
3: Yeah. I mean, well, it's kind of like we discussed last week that, like, you know, he's coming back with his fire in his belly and everything like that because he didn't yep. have a great year last year either. And then. He basically did that in week one, and hopefully he keeps it going. But like you said, I think that Chicago is going to have a great season uh, just based on this performance alone.
0: If I had to give this week a grade, in all honesty, I'd give it like an A minus. I mean, we had great games across the board. You had the 49ers and the Vikings was a back-and-forth game. You had the Texans and the Patriots back and forth. You had the Steelers and the Browns going to overtime. Uh, I mean, the Packers-Bears game. Blowout at the beginning, but then, man did that turn around in the second half. Really fun to watch, and yeah. even currently, you got the you got the Jets and the Lions. Jets are up ten to seven right now. Yeah, I mean close. I mean, if this is a preview of like what the rest of the season is going to look like, I'm excited. I'm excited. Oh to yeah, be no, board, there were some with you guys every week and t- talk about football.
4: Yeah, there were some good games for sure. You're right. Even that Chargers Chiefs game, we didn't even talk about that game, but that was. Kind of a good scoring back and forth game for a little while.
0: What what about that return by Tyreek Hill?
4: Oh man, the guy's lightning.
0: Oh my god. Like talk about a guy who's out in the open field and you can't catch him. Like, once he's out there, goodbye. Hey, you he's, know, he's gone. You
4: know, somebody we all talked about made, making our predictions earlier this year was Adrian Peterson. And the guy almost broke 100, which we didn't think he would do yet this year. And he got 96 yards. So I'm really interested to see what he does.
1: Yeah. yeah. And,
0: and, and, you know, I had a feeling like it would take some time for him to find the right offense. Washington has always been a run first offense, they always have been. They and do like to involve
4: fun- the running backs a lot.
0: It's it's great to see him in a in a setup where he can succeed. Don't oh, be I surprised if he's a comeback player of the year.
4: He had to carry the ball a lot too. They gave him the ball twenty six times. That's kind of a lot for him.
3: Yeah, especially in his advanced age, if you will. Yeah, it's a nice well, it's, way to put it's it. It's
0: not like he's ancient, <laughs> Ron.
3: Oh, he's so old in running backs. Oh, like, oh man, you old. He's so old.
0: <laughs> oh, 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 oh man, you old. <laughs> All right. Well, we are actually going to take our first break. uh, And when we come back, we'll actually be uh, previewing week two. And we will actually be making um, three picks each. And uh, we're going to see what we come up with. So stay tuned.
2: Safety in the numbers of this godforsaken town. It's been a week since all of this went down. In this abandoned factory, there's no one here but you and me. God help any fool who comes around. And you, with your co- And sticky, be you will be the death of me. Oh no. it didn't go the way I planned. We had it in our hands, and everyone. And sticky beer oh, You will be the
1: death of me Oh no
3: Hey guys, it's Ron here with the intermission portion of our show. First of all, thank you so much for listening. We greatly appreciate your continued patronage of our show and we appreciate our sponsor, Uplift Pomade. Born straight out of Wakefield, Massachusetts, Uplift Pomade cares about your hair and they want you to look your best. That's why the inventor of this product, Rocco Danielli, used his original blend Uplift Pomade on our own Dan Pineda on his wedding day. And I have to say, I've seen the pictures, do look pretty fly, even for a white guy. Uplift Pomade is alcohol-free, soy-free, gluten-free, and infused with USDA organic essential oils. It's also vegan-certified and cruelty-free, which means they refuse to test it on animals. Plus, the recycling program allows you to return any empty container of Uplift Pomade product, and they will give you a $2 credit toward your next purchase. That's a better deal than recycling cans or bottles. So, if your hair care product just isn't doing the job for you, check out Uplift Pomade, currently available at wholesale barbershops and, coming soon online at UpliftPomade.com. And now back to the show.
0: and welcome back everybody from our first and only break this evening um we're gonna jump right into the preview for week two uh each of us ron kyle and i we all picked um three games to focus on and we're gonna make our picks on all three of each of our picks so we're gonna start off with kyle kyle who do you have as the first game that you're gonna be focusing on this week
4: uh Yeah, I'm excited about my games here. Um, This first one, I think, is a good divisional game. Uh, Carolina Panthers at Atlanta Falcons. Um, Atlanta didn't look that good last week. Uh, Carolina had a pretty good win against Dallas. Um, And I'm just kind of anxious to see what Carolina does this year. So I'm taking Carolina to uh, come into Atlanta and and take them down.
0: Yeah, I I agree with you. I think Carolina is poised for a good season. Uh, you got Christian McCaffrey get really fine during his form. Camp Newton kind of coming guy. around. You love him. And oh, McCaffrey, he's so—he's such a good football player. And, uh, I, <laughs> he is. and I, ju- I just think Carolina is too much for Atlanta at this point. Um, and I'm going to go with the Panthers as well. Ron, who do you got?
3: Um, I think if I'm going to pick between these guys, which I do because it's part of the show, um, I'm going to go with the Falcons just because it's the uh, minority opinion. And I feel like after last week, when they just you know barely lost to uh, the Super Bowl champions last year, I think they're going to come out swinging. They're going to want to uh, they're going to want to prove themselves. And like you said, I mean, the Super Bowl is being played in Atlanta this year, so you know they're going to want to show a little bit of a uh, little bit of fighting spirit there. I think.
0: Yeah, that's not a bad pick. They're better. I mean, they have to show it at some point. It's a question of when. Uh, it's going to yeah. happen at some point. It's just a matter of when will they do it. Will they do it early? Or are they going to do it mid-season, late season? You know, we'll have to see what happens. Uh, now, Kyle, who do you have for your second game?
4: Well, you'll see kind of a theme here. I, I went division rivals, so this next one is Minnesota at Green Bay. Um, just an, another great game, or, or should be a great game. Um, only thing that's missing is like the cold. Lambeau Field weather. Um but this should be a great matchup. I mean Minnesota's no joke. They were 13 to 3 this uh last year. They won week 1 uh as we just talked about earlier. Rodgers came back hot to end the game last night and put a dagger in Chicago. So I'm looking forward to that one and I'm going Green Bay.
0: Yeah, you know, the, uh, after the way um Rodgers came back uh when he got hurt, um He just looks so angry. And if he's going to be playing like that with that much intensity and that much fire, I don't see them losing anytime soon. That being said, they're running into a bussaw with the Vikings. The Vikings defense is stout. And I have the Vikings in this one. I think the Vikings go into Lambeau early on in the year and they slow down the momentum of the Packers. I think the Packers play well. I think this is like a 14 to 10 game. I think the Vikings take it.
4: Yeah, Minnesota's they're better all around.
0: And Ron, who do you have this week in that game?
3: Um, I think I'm going to go with the Vikings as well. Um just because I mean Aaron Rodgers is injured and I know that's when he's at his most dangerous, but you have to wonder with a strong team like the Vikings coming in if he can do this two weeks in a row. And I think that his history shows that he can. But I still think that I mean, I think that I'm gonna side with you, I think it's gonna be a really close game, but I think Minnesota's gonna come out on top on this one and uh, yeah, that's all I got to say about that. Yeah, and that definitely
0: should be a great game to watch. I'm definitely looking forward to it. I'm gonna be driving back from Massachusetts and I'm hoping to get back to get Red Zone on so I can toss that game on because that'll be a fun game to watch. Uh, yeah it and,
3: should be it should be a barn burner.
0: Oh, absolutely. Uh, And Kyle, who do you got for your last game for this week?
4: Yeah, you know, I got to say too, I have, um, if I find out Rodgers isn't playing, I'm changing my pick for this week, but this is assuming Aaron Rodgers is good to go. So we'll see. Um, my last game here is the Sunday night game of the week, Sunday night football, Giants at Cowboys. Um, I'm still feeling, I think Giants are going to be pretty good this year, um, I think their defense is much better. And with Odell back and Barkley looks like he could be the real deal. We'll see. Um, I don't know if Dallas is going to have the same magic they had back basically two years ago. So I'm going to go with the Giants.
0: Just just a, a mirror image of last week, you know, people picking the Giants. And, you know, I said this at the beginning of the season before week one even happened. The Cowboys are going to have a rough year. They they don't have a lot of people on offense to throw to, other than Zeke. Um, you know, losing Des Bryant. You, you know, on defense they don't really have much to go with, other than Sean Lee and Randy Gregory. That's not enough to to get by some teams in the NFL. I think the Giants take this one too. Um, yeah, I, agree. I just think the yeah. Cowboys are. I'd say in a worse boat than the Steelers are. I think the Cowboys are in shambles, um, and I think they're going to be in a little bit of a rebuild mode this year. I, th- I think they're in for a rough year. I'm, I'm calling that right now. And what do you think, Ron?
3: Well, boys, I think this is going to be a, a clean sweep in terms of the predictions. I am also going with the Giants, um, mostly because I never yeah, picked the well. Cowboys. But... Um, Also, because I think you're right. I think that they are going to be a better team this year with Saquon Barkley, with Odell Beckham. Um, Their defense is looking better. So I'm going to go with the Giants. And yeah, that's. I don't know why I keep going with like a trailing sentence there. Like, I don't have anything else to say. I'm going with the Giants.
0: (laughs) Trailing sentence Giants. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) So uh, next. For his next three picks, we're going to go with Ron. Ron, who do you got for this week for your games of the week?
3: Oh boy. So, I learned my lesson last week. I'm not going to pick the Bills again this week because that's just a horrible idea. I'm not going to watch the game even because it's going to be terrible. So, instead I'm going to go with a team that I'm sure is going to be entertaining. I'm going to pick for my first game the Browns versus the Saints. And, um... I have to say, I think that with their showing last week against Pittsburgh, um, I think that the Browns now, like, getting that close to victory, are going to want to push even harder, try to get there. But I think that I'm going to go with the Saints this time because that's just a really strong team. And, uh, yeah, I don't really see the Browns breaking their losing, well, their winless streak against uh, Drew Brees and company.
0: Yeah, what do you think, Kyle?
3: You know, New Orleans is at home. Drew
4: Drew Brees just lost week one. I don't see it happen again. I'm going to Orleans.
0: Yeah, and, you know, the fact that Alvin Kamara had three touchdowns and a losing effort, they're going to come out almost as pissed off as Aaron Rodgers. I got to go Saints. I, I don't see the Browns making this at all competitive. I think it's the Saints all day long.
3: Yeah.
4: Kamara is nice.
0: The guy is fire. Yes, he is
3: hello fellow cool kids yeah <laughs> um. <laughs> uh, so
0: who do you got for your, um, for your next pick Ron
3: Oh uh, my next game that I picked um, just because I was really interested in their game this week as well is the Seattle Seahawks and the Chicago Bears. Um, I think this is going to be a really interesting game because the Bears are fresh off of that really painful loss to the Packers, and I think they're going to want to come back, and they're going to want to strike really hard, and I think that the Seahawks are in a bad way right now. I think that it's going to be the Bears, and I think they're going to probably run away with it, if I'm being honest. So that's my pick. What do you guys think? Ooh, What do you think, Dan?
0: You know, this is I'm actually really glad that someone picked this matchup. I was going to, but at the same time, I think this is a toss-up. The Seahawks coming off a tough loss in Denver. The Bears coming off a tough loss at Lambeau. But are the Bears the home team is the question.
3: Um, let me take a look. They I are. believe they are, yes. Yeah, Chicago's at home. Uh, then,
0: honestly, I give the edge to the home team. I'm, I'm going to go with the Bears. I, I think the Bears come out fighting. Um, if Seattle was at home, I probably would have picked Seattle. I just think that whoever the home team is in this, in this case... I think they take it home, and especially the Bears coming home after that great performance on Sunday night. Uh, I think I think the Bears take this one. What do you think, Kyle?
4: Yeah, no, I think the home team says a lot, especially where it's Seattle going to Chicago, um, and I think we kind of have the end of the of the Legion of Boom. I don't think their defense will quite ever be the same. Uh, I'm actually taking Chicago, and in fantasy, I'm starting that defense. If you have Chicago defense, I think they're worth a shot here. Um, they they get turnover sacks, Uh, I'm playing them this week.
0: Yeah, and and, you know, not to mention, you know, Doug Baldwin actually got hurt, might have torn his uh, MCL. Um, So now with Russell Wilson not really having anybody to throw to, they're in a similar boat to the Cowboys in that they don't really have a lot of weapons on offense, so they're going to have to play better defense, but their defense isn't the same as they used to be. So, I think they're in trouble. So, I mean, the bears looked fierce on defense, not to be like a pun on words or anything. Huh? Fierce bears. Um,
3: If you'll bear with us for a second, grrr.
0: Chirp, chirp.
3: (laughs) 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 Uh Uh Mm. My joke was funnier. Shut up.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that was. I stole it from a local comedian. (laughs) That was barely (laughs) noticeable. (laughs) shut Um, up it's like you (laughs) suck dad damn it uh yeah who do you got for your last game for the week ron
3: uh last game of the week i've got the jacksonville jaguars versus the new england patriots and I mean, if I'm being honest, I don't really want to watch this game because I kind of think the outcome is going to be the Patriots coming, you know, and beating the pants off the Jaguars like, you know, they usually do. Um, but I don't know. There could be an upset here. I'm, I'm still going to go with the Patriots just because I think it's the safe pick, but it could be a better game than I'm thinking it's going to be. What do you guys think?
4: Yeah, I'm going to go in New England. I mean... If I had some some points to make up against you guys later in the season, which I already do because I'm already losing, but I'm still going to New England. Jacksonville is just, I don't know if their offense quite has it. Fournette was actually banged up. It looks like he's good to go for Sunday, but um, I don't know if that defense is going to hang. I'm I'm definitely taking New England.
0: Yeah, and I'm actually on the same boat, uh, just like our Giants pick. I think the Patriots are... Shocker. Ha! Hey, hey, hey. (laughs) Hey. Fournette not gonna be totally 100 um you know didn't really play a full game he was out in the second quarter um and i think the the way that pat's defense played though even you guys got to admit i'm yes i'm a pat's fan but their pass rush was pretty amazing against the texans last week
3: oh the patriots are good okay, at football big shock
0: shut up ron just a bitter <laughs> bills fan
3: yeah yeah i am <laughs>
0: Um so I have my 3 games for the week. Uh I did go a Kyle route on one of them. It's my first one, the Ravens and the Bengals, Thursday night football, a couple day de- a couple days from now. Uh I really liked what I saw from both of these teams. Um yeah. and in all honesty, I'm going to actually go with the Ravens on this one. I can't believe I'm actually saying this, but the Ravens look stout. I mean I th- I think if the if they continue to click on offense the way that they did on Sunday I don't see them having any trouble getting by anybody in the in the AFC if they're putting up 40 points a game granted you know um they're going to be playing better defenses like Houston they're going to be playing defenses like Seattle possibly Denver and you know there there's some other great defensive teams out there but i i just think the Ravens take this one um uh, what do you guys think
4: yeah what well, why do you think that's a surprise i mean they're probably the favorite going into the game right I mean they
0: could be but I think the uh, so I was surprised with how good the bengals looked they look good on offense they look good on yeah, they defense did look, they
4: did play pretty well and
0: I was yeah. borderline gonna pick the bengals in this one but i mean it's it's really kind of like a 50 50 for me it could go either way
4: yeah yeah on, no, I, um, I feel the same way. uh my heart is with Baltimore, but I'm actually gonna go Cincinnati this week
3: on sports chat, which I don't know how you know reliable of a source that is. They have the line as Cincinnati as plus one, which means that they are the underdog by one point, basically, yeah, so. Um, it looks like they are also favoring Baltimore, but not by much. So I think that the, uh, the assertion that yeah. it's going to be a close game is, uh, is a pretty fair assertion to make. Um, I don't know what you're talking about with them, like, playing you know if they can get 40 points every game i don't think they're gonna do that the bills just suck like that's the whole thing (laughs) like (laughs) no, i
0: mean i I didn't want to say that but that didn't come out of my mouth
1: that came no i i
3: appreciate you i appreciate you not doing that but like no really it's just that the bills are terrible i don't think that the ravens are gonna like run away with it you know but i wouldn't be surprised if they won i mean cincinnati's not anything to write home about really so i see them picking up the win but I don't think it's going to be as convincing as last week. I mean, there's no way they beat them 47 to three. So I'm picking the Ravens too, but not in a convincing fashion.
0: Yeah, no, I I think it'll be much closer. I think it'll be like a 24, 20, 24, 17 game. Um, I can see it being very close down the stretch. Um, my next pick for a game that I have is the chiefs at the Steelers. Um, I'm gonna go out of limb right off the bat. Chiefs win this game. The way that the Chiefs looked against the Chargers, they are gelling on offense. Great run game, great pass game, and great defense. That's gonna that's a recipe for success. That's gonna win you a lot of games. And the Steelers, like I said, they're just in shambles. And I think the Steelers start the season 0-1 and 1. I can't believe I just said that.
3: Ah, i can't either i mean i agree with your with the sentiment though i think the chiefs are going to come in and they're going to they're going to beat them um again i don't know how close of a game it's going to be i don't think the chiefs are going to run away with it but considering that pittsburgh tied with cleveland who is an up-and-coming team but by no means an elite team um is kind of telling about their situation and again all this these issues with Le'Veon Bell and just everything going on in their locker room. I don't think there's a lot of cohesion there. So I think the Chiefs are going to kind of take that into consideration and they're just going to gonna run over them. But I don't think it's going to be, like, a terrible loss, I guess. Yeah, I kind of like Kansas City. I always like picking them.
4: They're kind of someone I pick by heart. But I just don't see Pittsburgh falling in a hole like this. So I'm going to go with Pittsburgh, especially at home. Uh, they, they got to write this ship here, and they got to do it pretty soon. So I'm taking Pittsburgh.
0: All right. Uh, and the last game that I picked for this week is um, the Indianapolis Colts versus the Washington Redskins. And I'm going to say that the Redskins go 2-0. and um, I think the Redskins look great. Um, they look great on both sides of the ball. Um, and they're going to go out to a quick um, division lead after week two. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's pretty much all I got to say about that. Go, go Redskins.
4: Yeah. You know, I can't believe I'm going to say it, but I think I agree with you. Um, I I don't know. I never usually trust much in the Redskins, but yeah, they're looking, they're looking kind of well-rounded. We'll see. I think Peterson's got a good workhorse and they got a, a good change of pace in Thompson. So I think. I think they they might do some damage. We'll see. And uh, you know, Indy's not you know, they're they're not in a flow yet. Andrew Luck's been out of football forever, so yeah, I'm gonna take the Redskins. All
0: right, and
3: who, yeah, who do you I, pick um, I agree. I think Washington's gonna win it. I honestly I don't even think it's gonna be that close, but I might be thinking of last year's Colts instead of this year's Colts. I think Washington's got it yeah. and um that's really all i got to say about it i mean i just i haven't been impressed with the colts for a long time um then they come out and they lose you know last week to the cincinnati who i mean if i'm t- if if i had to classify cincinnati i'd say they're mediocre like at at yeah. best yeah. so i mean i don't see him doing well against washington who is a much better team
0: all right so those are our uh nine game picks for this week we'll see how those all pan out uh, so quickly, before the end of the show, let's actually roll through the final six games that we did not choose and get our quick takes on those before the uh, finale segment. Uh, so first up on the docket
1: <laughs>
0: is the Chargers at the Bills. 0 one versus 0-1-1. Uh, who do you guys like in this matchup?
3: Oh, the Chargers, no doubt. Like, especially uh, if they start Nathan Peterman again, they're gonna take they're gonna get like ten interceptions this time in the first half. So I'm picking the Chargers. There's no way the Bills win this game.
4: <laughs> you know that that could be that could be a little fantasy tip. Maybe you play the Chargers defense this week. I don't know. I'm taking the Chargers as well. And my headliner is unfortunately the Bills go into eight quarters of no touchdowns.
1: Yeah,
3: yeah, no, just play anybody we'll from the Chargers this week. That's that's what I'm <laughs> saying. Just Play anybody on the Chargers. If you have their kicker, if you are in a league where it's like really deep and you have to like pick, I don't know, the backup punter or something like that, play them. Backup cause You're gonna get points. <laughs> yeah, play your backup punter on the Chargers. Oh, shoot, Keenan Allen, are going have a field to field that, run away with it. Yeah, no doubt.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm gonna have to go with the Chargers. Also, um, I I just. I think the Bills got some work to do, uh, both sides of the ball. Um, and I think that's going to start with them not freaking playing Nathan Peterman. Mm-hmm. Stop playing the guy. Like, get out of here. You're not a quarterback. You freaking
3: stink. Um, not in this league, anyway. You could go to Canada and probably find mild success, but no, Jesus. How, how
0: about you put him on the in the Arena Football League? Have him play for the main Mammoths, for God's sakes.
3: No, he might do okay there
0: yeah probably I don't know um, so we're all in agreement there you know the next game we got up on the docket is the Dolphins at the Jets. Uh, who do you guys like in this matchup?
4: I said I'm still waiting to see what the um, Jets do tonight I want to see what they look like, but I'm still gonna go Miami in this game
0: uh, right. I'm actually gonna have to disagree with you I'm you know watching the game tonight. the Jets defense looking pretty pretty solid right now. Donald has actually thrown 15 times. He's completed 11. And that's probably the best completion percentage of a Jets quarterback in years. Yeah. Um, So I'm going to go with the Jets. Uh, I, yeah. think the, I think the Jets take this game.
3: Yeah, I agree with you. I got to go with them as well. Um, I mean, they're only a one-point favorite on the line, it looks like. So it's really just a coin toss. But, I mean, we have to have one good New York team in the AFC this year. So... <laughs> even though they're technically new jersey i'm going with the jets
0: all right uh next game up on the docket is the eagles versus the bucks and right off the bat i'm just gonna give you guys my pick right away tampa bay i agree i think i I think if they're smart they continue to play ryan fitzpatrick even when Jameis is back he is gelling with that offense for you to put up 48 points in new orleans on the road against a division opponent, forget about it. That's Tampa Bay all day long.
3: Yep, I I agree completely. I think Tampa Bay is going to win the game. And um, I think the Bills are going to feel horrible about letting Ryan Fitzpatrick go again. Uh So, You
4: know, (laughs) i got to thank you guys for giving me uh, a pick to make up in our standings. I'll take the champions, and I'll take the win this week. Eagles.
3: All right, well, best of luck with that.
0: (laughs) <laughs> um, well, if it's my understanding, are these going towards our standings, or are these uh, just our general picks for the rest of the games? That's the question. I thought those well, other nine like, picks were the ones that were going towards the standings. Hey, whatever
4: you want to do, the more the more picks, the better for you know a pool. But whatever, I don't doesn't bother me. All right, I say we include them, uh, but I don't care.
0: Uh, next game on the docket is the Texans at the Titans. Kind of a, kind of a, a both teams that are both kind of limping in. Uh, what do you guys think about this game?
3: Um, that's kind of a hard one to pick between honestly, because they both have pretty good quarterbacks and, you know, not a lot else. Uh, I mean, Texans at least have a really good defense. Um, I think I gotta go with them just based on the fact that, you know, th- their defense is still really healthy. And even though I like Marcus Mariota, I don't. I don't think he's going to have a lot of success against them this week. I'm
4: taking Houston.
0: I am also taking Houston. I think uh, Houston is the better team. They have better defense. Uh, I wouldn't even say they have a better offense. I I just think their defense is better and will hold Mariota in check. Um, but we'll, we'll definitely have to see what happens there. Um, the next one up, we got the Cardinals at the Rams um david johnson looked pretty solid but the rest of their team really didn't um uh rams haven't even played tonight and i'm already picking the rams
4: I'm taking the rams too i think Gurley's gonna have 150 yards rushing or so you light it up
3: yeah i completely agree i think the rams are gonna win as well um cardinals haven't looked that great in a while um yeah going with the rams
0: All right, and then our last game of the week is the Raiders at the Broncos. And I just think um, it is really, I said this before week one, I'll say it again, it is incredibly tough to play in mile high with the altitude. And I don't think there are a lot of teams that can acclimate to it well. And the Raiders are one of them. I'm going with the Broncos.
3: Yeah, I agree with that pick, um, mostly because the Raiders no longer have Khalil Mack, and I'm pretty sure that affected them last week as well. Oh, no, wait. they Nope, they haven't played yet. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> yeah, coming up. <laughs> My bad. They could be okay. No, I think <laughs> I'm going to go with the Broncos, too, though, because the uh, I, I think the Broncos are going to be a pretty okay team this year. I don't think the Raiders quite have it. They're not quite where they need to be yet, but again... We haven't really seen them play yet, so that might be a uh, I might be talking out of my butt on that one. You know, this is a tough divisional game. I'm
4: actually going to take the Raiders. Um, whenever they play each other, no matter who's good, whichever year it is, uh, they play each other well. So I'm going to take the Raiders.
0: You know, that's uh, that's not a bad pick over there. I mean, I I mean it could go either way. You never know with the NFL; anything can happen. But uh, overall, I think we got a good slate of games for week two. I'm excited. So, I know you guys are. Dan,
4: you big yes, Tom Brady jerk. Who are you watching right now play live? Who are the Jets playing?
0: The Jets are playing the Lions. And Did we yes, talk about I the I Lions have have seen next week? Patricia. Patricia.
4: We have not talked about the Detroit Lions at San Francisco 49ers. How dare you leave that game off? I'm taking San Fran. Thanks for asking.
0: I <laughs> I actually I will say this. I apologize to our listeners out there. I did actually miss that game. It actually didn't come up on my screen. It was down towards the bottom. It I was, don't know why. It was
4: on purpose. It's because it's your least favorite. No, I, it's cause
1: nobody's no, gonna watch that all. game. You know
0: <laughs> you, you know, the way that Stafford actually looks right now, he's he's looking a little wobbly out there and his receivers aren't looking that great. I'm actually gonna go with the 49ers as well. I think they gave minnesota a lot more than they could handle and they made it a game i think 49ers take that game
3: yep i agree i think san francisco wins yeah i think Jimmy, i don't know how Jimmy i don't him. know why we'll but see. i think they are
1: yeah
0: but now <laughs> i can officially say that those are all our picks for this week uh i know i'm excited for week two uh Ugh. you know I, I think it's gonna be another great slate of football um what game are you guys uh, for our finale segment? What guy, What game are you guys most looking forward to this week?
4: Honestly, probably you Mi- can go first, Probably Minnesota Green Bay. Um, they they just both came off of good strong games. It's the rivalry game. Um, you know this says a lot. Um, so I'm definitely looking forward to that one. Uh, and, and honestly, I really want to see Garoppolo get his first W this year. So I also really want to see a San Francisco's game.
3: Well, I'll tell you what I'm looking forward to this week. I'm looking forward to the Monday night game. That's the Buffalo Sabres versus the Columbus Blue Jackets. Ooh. Monday at 7 o'clock. I'm looking forward to that because I don't have a lot to, other to look forward to. Uh, if I had to pick between the, on the slate of games that we were talking about before, I'm actually looking forward to Cleveland versus New Orleans because I want to see... I want to see where Cleveland actually is right now. And that I want to feel one. like that schadenfreude, you know, as a bills fan to be like, see, their team is good. And they were horrible for a long time. What gives guys? So that's what I'm picking. What
0: gives, uh, for, for, for me, um, I'm actually looking forward to the chiefs and the Steelers. I'm looking mm-hmm. forward to see how the Steelers bounce back after all the backlash, after all the, the talk between bell and, and the, organization yep. and then the chiefs coming out hot like do they bounce back or do they regress we'll see what happens but i'm really looking forward to watching that matchup um but that is actually gonna do it for us for this episode of ride the pine thank you all so much for tuning in um we're gonna be recording now every week now we're gonna be doing uh weekly episodes
3: on our new home
0: on our new home we're on the famous original podcast network thank you very much to Tom Maddalena and Austin Cologne for allowing us to join the network with yet another one of our podcasts. You know, we thank we you really guys. appreciate it. It's yeah. very gracious of you. Uh, and we really appreciate the love and the support.
3: Yeah. Uh, Thanks to Nick- Rhett for, you know, starting us out, you know, with brain trust network. Unfortunately, he decided uh, he's going to move on to greener pastures from the podcast networking industry. So, um, but good on him. Good luck to him. You know, uh, thank I, you, Tom and Austin.
0: I, I I will also, off of what you were just saying, Ron. You know, I definitely want to give a big thank you to uh, Rhett. Um, don't know if you guys know this, but Rhett was actually the one who asked me to join the Brain Trust Bros Network with a sports podcast. He was the one who designed our logo. He was the yep. one who designed our original logo, and you know, he actually introduced me to Ron. You know, so I'm forever grateful for that. Um. So now you're stuck with
3: me forever. <laughs>
0: oh, oh, damn it! Uh, so I will say this, Rhett. Thank you very much. I'm forever in debt. Thank you very much for allowing you, me to Rhett. be part we of love your network. You. Uh, you know, and we hope all goes well with whatever you decide to do in your future. And I hope all goes well with your, your, uh your design. Your
3: uh, the cardinal design cardinal yeah start cardinal design I knew it was, yeah
0: i knew it was something with design yeah uh, yeah i'm totally not an <laughs> insensitive friend um no you're not but um yep and, and make sure to um uh, follow um Rhett on twitter and on instagram he has a um twitter handle i believe it is cardinal brand design i believe if, uh, correct me if i'm wrong
3: uh let um, me take a look
0: um please also don't forget to follow the famous original podcast on twitter as well as tom and austin they have their show dumb all over please go check that show out if you really like you know hearing about good craft beer and listen a couple guys talk about some politics and making it really entertaining to listen to they are a blast to, to hang out with really enjoy them and also make sure to Uh, check out ron on wayward willis also on the famous original podcast network
3: yeah and we also have a show called afc least which is me and tom and austin talking about the jets the dolphins and the bills so (laughs) but not the patriots but (laughs) boo Uh,
0: (laughs) but yeah and make sure to follow us on twitter and on instagram uh, at ride the pine pod uh, and don't forget to also check out our patreon page we're going to be coming up with bonus content on there throughout the nfl season so stay tuned for that and from um from all of us here at ride the pine thank you so much for tuning in we will see you next monday night uh we'll be recording during the seahawks bears game so make sure to tune in for that one uh and we will see you guys next week
3: happy football season yeah. have a great week guys